Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Morgonpratet, and it's Friday. So that means that I, Sana, will talk to you about chocolate. Uh, the past weeks, I haven't spent any episode talking only about chocolate. And there's been a few other topics as well. For example, trying to find some peace of mind, handling stressful situations. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, today is not going to be the most uplifting uh, of talks, because I'm going to talk about a negative aspect of chocolate. Something that is rarely talked about, and when it is talked about, a lot of people want to look away. And there's been a, a movie some years back uh, showing this, and it's been on the media. It first started to get attention some 18 years ago, and it's about child labor when it comes to cacao production and uh, harbor, har- cacao harvest. It's something that people don't want to think about. Um, I think mainly it has to do with the fact that chocolate is something that we just want to enjoy. Chocolate is something that we treat ourselves. It's something that we give our children and ourselves. And we don't want to imagine a child having worked incredibly hard in the process of me holding a piece of chocolate in my hand. Uh, if you've been listening to our conversations here at Moron Pratet, if you've been listening to my Fridays, you know that I'm always talking about knowing where your chocolate comes from. And that is the key. If you want to make a change and avoid child labor in your, behind your chocolate bar. Many of the big massive brands that are global they have signed treaties and deals to end child labor that was the first attempt and that was the first idea they wanted to completely end child labor um, by 2001 the only problem was that there wasn't enough knowledge there was no uh, but both on how to stop this but also to to what extent you had child labor in the cacao industry. I also said that this is not the only industry where you find child labor, of course, but it is a big, big problem in the West African countries when it comes to cacao labor, and that's what I'm going to talk about. So when these companies didn't make the first deadline, they made a new one, and they've missed several deadlines of this reduction of or limiting uh, um, completely stopping child labor there's a new deadline for 2020 and it says to reduce uh, child labor by 70 percent a 70 percent reduction and uh, a lot of people don't believe it's going to happen because it is such an uh, such a big big problem and when we're talking about child labor in the cocoa industry, it is a lot of hard labor. And some people uh, put it under the category of the worst kind of uh, child labor because it has to do with 
some severe, seriously heavy loads uh, carrying heavy weights, uh, sacks of cocoa beans that can weigh a lot. But an even bigger problem than maybe than carrying things is handling machetes, working really with um, a, a difficult technique to swing the machetes to get the cocoa pods off of the trees or cutting down other trees etc and also spraying pesticides so things that children should ne definitely not be exposed to or having to to deal with and on top of that they are doing this to to make money for themselves or for their families and of course they don't make a lot of money some of the children work in their parents farms uh, which somehow makes makes more sense to the family might not have the, the enough money, enough funds to send their children to to schools. So they put them their children into works at the farm. And some of them are sent across borders to work at farms to make money for their families. Others are forced to work by other people than their families. And this is for me the most scary because that means it's a whole different concept. In 2018, you found numbers saying that 16,000 children and maybe more are working, are forced to work by other people than their parents in West Africa. So these, this reduction of 70% might not be reached by, uh, by 2020. So what can we do? What can we think about? Well. If you know where your chocolate comes from, you have a possibility to, to check if there's child labor, to check the conditions at the farms. And of course, that's not, not something that you and I personally can, we can't go there, we can't check. So we need to buy chocolate from, from people, from companies that, that do this, that make sure that this doesn't happen. And when it comes to the really big companies in the world, they don't, they don't really know. They can't tell us the source of their cacao. Overall, I was looking at the different numbers for these big companies. And maybe, uh, if we're lucky, they can tell us about where 50% of the cacao comes from. And that means that they can tell us, okay, it comes from this farm. And that's not enough. That's such a small number because this is a an industry that has t it's um it's estimated to make about a hundred and three billions in sales a year when it comes to these massive companies, and of course they do spend money on trying to reduce child labor in certain ways. They're investing in schools and doing work, different works depending on the company. But compared to how much money they make, maybe they don't spend that much money. Because the reason, the, the main reason for child labor in this industry is because of poverty. So that's, that's where we need to, we, I say we, I, I put myself into this because I think about the chocolate I buy and I try to support people who are doing the right thing. Because... If people have enough money to live, or they make enough money selling their cacao, then 
they can pay proper labor, then they can make enough money to develop their work. So that's key. In general, the price of cacao is way too little. The farmers have such an important job uh, in order for us to get the chocolate that we want to enjoy. And their work is such a heavy, heavy work. So they definitely deserve to have a decent pay for their work. If you're curious to know more about this child labor and really get a big picture and an expression of this, I definitely, definitely recommend you to go into the Washington Post because they posted a brilliant article yesterday that I highly recommend you to read. They talk about this concept in so many different ways and it's really capturing. It's an article called Cacao's Child Labors and it's written by Peter Ver me and trying to pronounce names uh, when I'm still a bit tired. I haven't had my first chocolate today yet. Peter Borisky, Rachel Siegel and Salvan George. So go look up that article and get some more, more facts so that you know what you're talking about. Because if we have the knowledge, then we have the power to change things. And to leave you with some positivity, because this has been quite heavy, because there is something going on in this world that is too sad to think about, and that's why people avoid it. So we need to know, we need to build knowledge in order to make a change. I believe that every person can have an impact. So what I do, and what you can do, and what a lot of people do, is to know your chocolate. So if you're willing to pay a little bit more for your chocolate, maybe a lot more, chances are that the cacao has a better start. A lot of the small scale chocolate makers, craft chocolate makers, or some bigger, bigger companies as well, they really make a hard, uh, they spend so much time finding cacao that has a story. They know where the farms are, they know how the farmers are working, and they might even help educating the farmers to get a better quality at their cacao so that they can pay even more for the cacao. Because if the key is to have high quality cacao, everyone, every person's work is as important to farmers as well as the chocolate maker. And when people know that and people care about that, they, they pay more for the cacao. And there's so many amazing chocolate makers out there here in Sweden and all, of, all across the world that put their time and effort into making chocolate better for everyone. For us as consumers, by having amazing, flavorful chocolate experiences. As I've told you before, chocolate has so many flavor components and that comes from taking care of the cacao from every step of the way, from the farm to your mouth. So if you buy chocolate from a maker that says, I buy my chocolate from these people, maybe even direct trade, or I buy my chocolate 
through this company that goes there, they visit every farm, they have this whole concept. You want the companies to be transparent. That's what we can do as consumers. Ask questions. Where does this chocolate come from? Who made it? Where did they make it? And where does the cocoa beans come from? So hopefully that left you with a positive note this Friday. Maybe you'll have it a day off. I know some people do here in, in Sweden at least because uh, yesterday was a national holiday. But either way, I hope you enjoy your Friday. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Ciao!